We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Owning a small business can be overwhelming. How can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. There's so many places to reach customers. Email, text messages, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, live events, the list goes on. How are you, as the business owner, expected to own all of those channels? That's where Constant Contact comes in to help. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. I use this to grow my email list, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcasts are presented by Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Make sure you check them out Christmas morning and play in their $1 million NBA Baller Contest with a $250,000 mark in guaranteed overlay. It's the best value tournament in all of DFS, and it's happening on Christmas Day over at Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Welcome back to the Absolutely Epic Early Week Podcast, Week 17. We made it. Dean here. That's Dean7904. Want to get all technical on me? It's Dean, not Landa, just for those out there that are still starting rumors. Okay. Uh, Well, see, that's how they get perpetuated. Uh, You guys might know that voice from such things as the Absolutely Early Epic Podcast from Week 16. You've been for 17 weeks now and you still can't get it right. Because it's the most wordy, ridiculous title for a but I had no say in this. I inherited it. I didn't make it. I Some guy who's not even here did. <laughs> Name names. It's JM. JM, we miss you. Yeah, well, well, I feel like that's some shade for a line weight. Is that, is that shade? Is that what's going on there? Oh, it's, it's just shade. I mean, Dean, me and you are good friends, but I, I miss JM. I've, I've actually gone, gone downtown to hang out with him. You haven't come to Denver at all since I've lived here for like three weeks. Well, give me an invite and maybe, but now I feel like it's just a, you know, not, not I just feel like you're doing it out of pity, so now I can't come anyways. Well, I'm going to go visit you in Nashville in about two months, so you're going to feel like a real a-hole. Yeah, but you're not visiting me specifically. It's the home of Rotor Grinders and other characters you probably want to see in front of me, which is fine. Peripherally, I'll show up. I'll make an appearance. We'll throw See, no one cares me. about Cal. No one cares about Cam. No one cares about Devin. It's all about you, very clearly. Yes, Clearly. Uh, this is Christmas Eve, boys. It's, oh, wait, you know what? I should introduce our third person in the booth. He's, it's just, it's gotten awkward for him. He's like, are they fighting or what's, I don't know what's going on because I'm not normally here. 
Uh, once again, Bobby Fly, unfortunately, he cannot make the pod because uh, he's on vacation. It's Christmas Eve. He's got a family. He's hanging out in Florida. He's having a good time. I believe he's on a boat. Uh, there's got to be a drop for that someplace. Andy Sandberg can make that work for us. But uh, Don't you ever yes, forget. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby's, you know, he, he left a couple weeks ago. Again, this, he's not dodging anybody. It just happened to work out schedule-wise that uh, he's got Christmas presents and such to open like 7 o'clock in the morning, which is pretty egregious. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and I asked Bobby, I said, hey, uh, you know, anything you want to tell the people? You know, because you don't have anything to say the last couple weeks. He said, tell the listeners I love them. So that was very nice of Bobby. Um, so there you go. He kept it so simple, succinct, to the point. Uh, playing the role of Bobby, it's one Travis Mancone, returning champion. You were so good last time. And again, you were the first person we called, Travis. Uh, we were not desperate. We did not make 17 calls and say, ah, screw it. Let's just have uh, Mango to the pod once again. Mango, what's going on, dude? Yeah, so I, I can't confirm uh, that Bobby is not getting, like, uh, you know, murdered by Warriors fans uh, from his uh, Twitter name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope he's well. I uh, hope yeah, he's doing well on the boat and all. Uh, hopefully Warrior fans did not shift him out to sea. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm here to uh, fill in the Bobby role. No bag like last time. But I'll do my best to make the, the Bobby lineup throughout the show. And hopefully it'll be uh, a little bit in the last one because that, that last one wasn't so pretty. So we'll, we'll do our best to fill that role for Bobby uh, while he's gone on the podcast. But, Dean, man, like you almost forgot me. Like I was going to do this whole thing. Oh, I'm going to Nashville to visit Dean, not to go to Rotogrinders. But now, man, the heck with him. I'm going for the basketball game for Big T and uh, Hoopta. I'm not going for you at all. Well, first of all, that's all it takes. You're, you're that fickle. <laughs> it's just, you didn't get mentioned for the first two minutes. It's all right. Relax. It's, a, it's an hour pod or so. You know, buckle in. We'll look at you eventually. But, uh, you know, and the second part is, is that officially happening? Big T uh, and Hoop are playing a game in Nashville? I wasn't aware of this. Yep, yep, like, yep, they are. How are, you, how are you not aware of this? Like, you clearly don't listen to any content Big T puts out because that's all he talks about. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the show last week. He didn't mention it. He well, we we pod, confirmed but... it on the Print Factory on Friday that Hoop and Big T. Well, I didn't. Dean oh, doesn't listen oh. to the Print Factory. I listen to every single episode. But Dean, now that we're here, like, what side are you on? Who wins in a basketball game? Uh, big T or Hoop? Oh, it's Big T. I, I think oh, it's Big T. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure Hoop's got a decent game, but I've seen Big T's box score. He's like a high school champion. He's got high school records in Colorado. That's a pretty big state. There's actual cities there. I mean, if it was like South Dakota state records, whatever, I mean, it'd be questionable, but. Colorado's a legit like, you know, state with actual people, and they play real basketball there. So uh, Big T's got to be the chalk, right? So he's the chalk, but man, dude, like I, I think Hoop's the sharp side, to be honest. Uh, I, listen, I think Big T, I think Big T's got the you're game. Just like Hoop on the sharp side app. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm going with the Hoop side. Uh, I just oh, think. Oh gosh, can I we would, get that set up on sharp side? Can we do I, that? That's that's a good idea. I'd love to see all the people uh, swiping on that. But dude, I think Hoop's got the conditioning, man. Uh, I think that's going to be the difference in the one-on-one game. You don't need any conditioning. He's he's just going to bang his like twenty-foot jump shots. That's for sure happening in Nashville. Because I thought it was happening in Big T's backyard, where he's got his basketball hoop. And he, his three-point line is, like, in the grass. No, it's happening in Nashville, Dean. I will be getting a front-row seat. If you want there, we can uh, sit down. Maybe we'll put a little wager I'll on periscope it. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the old Twitter machine and periscope if you want me to. Maybe, maybe we could periscope and do a little uh, commentary for the people, too. Maybe, maybe we'll set that up. Should I do color or should I do play-by-play? Play? What do you think? What am I better suited for? Listen, so I think you could – I think – I don't know, man. I, th- I feel like you could do the uh, the color. Maybe I'll do the uh, Jason Witten role, and we can get Grant on the Booger Mobile on the side. How's that sound? <laughs> I'm, I'm, Wait, hold on. You're actually – you're coming in? For real? Oh, I'm coming to Nashville, okay. dude. Of course, man. Uh, why, why wouldn't I come for the party, dude? I'm, I'm all in. 
I know nothing about this, but I, the people want to hear uh, NFL Week 17 takes. I'm sure we'll get to it in a second. Do they really want to hear Week 17 takes this early in the week? We could say suggest an entire team and have them sit by the end of the week. We're well, we're contractually obligated, to it, uh, and uh, well, I don't. Know, I, I haven't seen your guys' uh, contract, but so we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. You got a thought, Grant? Let's we'll finish that thought. I cut you off. I apologize. I mean, it's week 17. Who knows what's going to happen? So anything you guys are listening to right now, take with a grain of salt. It could be worthless by the end of the week. But we're going to try and cover as much of the games that are actually, like, guaranteed to be played by the team in full, just so you guys know. So, like, keep in mind that a lot of things we'll suggest, we'll preface it with something that it may be worthless by the end of the week. But a lot of the things we're going to be covering are teams like, the Chargers or the Chiefs that have to play to in order to secure their seeds. So week 17 is real, real weird. Yeah, so it's it's a uh, it's Monday night. We just watched the Miami football game. Well, you guys watched it. I didn't watch that because an atrocity. Uh, you know, Oakland and Denver. I think you guys watched it. I don't know why you would do that. You didn't have money um, on it. You didn't have money on the Raiders. <laughs> I did not wager any American dollars Man, or you don't listen uh, to <laughs> I, I did not – I mean, I, I saw Doug Martin score a touchdown, and I wasn't sure what year it was, but congratulations to him. Um, but, yeah, apparently Oakland won, I believe. I think they did, but I could be wrong. I, don't, I did not watch the game. Who watches Island games? That's for the birds, man. That's just like the Super Bowl. Hey, it's called the big game now, I believe. Hey, Dean, you, don't watch, you don't watch the last possible game in Oakland? Like Narrative Street, man. Raiders uh, took that thing home. Last possible game. That, that stadium's a disaster. <laughs> who, who cares about that stadium? Like, I don't know if you saw the jerseys that the, um, the Broncos were wearing, dude. They got like black stuff from like the paint from the field all over them. So oh, you have to check it out. It was absolutely I cool. saw that with Case Keenum, just a yeah. giant streak down his – Jersey at the very beginning of the game that never went away. Yeah, it was an absolute mess that game. Uh, it went out the way it should. If that's if that's the way Oakland's going to go out, uh, it was the perfect way. Yeah, and that's where the A's play too, right? Isn't that the Coliseum? I think that's where the yeah. A's play, which is like, you know, you see the football stripes on the baseball field, which is always kind of weird too at some points. Uh, like that's something we shouldn't be doing in 2018. Let's get different stadiums. I, I've taken shots at the Oakland A's and the Oakland Athletics, and for whatever reason, uh, was it North Dakota or South Dakota? One of the Dakotas I think a shot at for no particular reason. They didn't have a coven. I'm sure you find people up there. If you're from the Dakotas, I apologize. I should not have done that. But that's a real Look, state if to you, If you have the tenacity to live in a place that's like negative 10 degrees with no humanity in sight and all they have is oil, then more power to you. I mean, unless you live in South Dakota, of course, you got Mount Rushmore, which I guess counts for something. Yeah. What is, what's, what's North Dakota's claim to fame? I don't even know. Oil. Oil and uh, – What's didn't beards? Wentz they probably have beards up there. Didn't Wentz go there? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think they have an indoor stadium, if I'm not mistaken. I guess it would be in a, yeah, I think they have an indoor stadium. I don't know why we're talking about this. Again, week 17. Uh, but the bulk of my research, it's always a first look pod, obviously, and it's just kind of first thoughts and all that. So we're not delving too much in. There's only so much time to delve too much in as far as this week. But the bulk of my research, boys, it's like um, who has who has motivation? Motivation, who's going to play, who's not going to play, where does it make the most sense to sit? Uh, did what I mentioned, of course, before we dive in, guys. Yahoo, uh, Yahoo is rolling it back once again this week. Uh, the NFL million dollar baller <sighs> built in overlay once again, 250K. If you guys are not aware of what overlay is, I know you guys are, I'm talking to the audience. Uh, if they're not aware of what overlay is, they take in, they collect $750,000 in entry prizes, and they give out a million. That's assuming it maxes out. So at minimum, uh, $250,000 is there for overlay. Uh, for whatever reason, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now, for whatever reason you're not on Yahoo, 
Uh, get yourself a deposit bonus as well here at Roto Grinders. Uh, it's Grinders, G R I N D E R S, and the number 3030. Grinders, 30, get yourself 30 bucks. Mangone, I assume you've been hitting up this. T tell me, don't, don't lie to me. If you haven't, you haven't. You're just terrible because you should be playing it. So you playing this tournament? Yeah, I've been in on it. Uh, it. It did not go well for your boy on uh, Sunday in the Yahoo tournament, but it went pretty well in NBA throughout that week. So I'll be diving in. Sure. I'll be doing the NBA, uh, you know, one for tomorrow, even though uh, we talked to us before we got on. If, if you're listening, you probably missed the NBA slate of it, but I hope you jumped in. Hopefully maybe you took it down. And uh, yeah, I'll be doing the NBA one on uh, Christmas Day, and then I'll be doing the uh, NFL one as well for the little overlay because you got to chase it, man, uh, while it's here. Yeah, at Grant, I assume, look, if you have, it's $20 to enter. If you're playing anywhere between $20 and $200 in DFS this week, and if that's your funds, that's what you delegate to play DFS, this is the first place to go, correct? Yeah, I mean, I won a few Gs last week with their overlay and other what? things on Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, you, there, you can get a surprising amount of money on there. So if you're a big player, Yahoo has enough on there to, to actually win some money and get a decent amount of money and play. I mean, both I'm I'm oh gosh apparently I'm looking at Yahoo right now I am diamond status on Yahoo uh, what yeah yeah no I'm the best round no one's gonna ever bring me down yeah your boy's diamond over diamond here status status I'm, I'm, I'm oh yeah apparently status. that apparently that means I'm in the 95th to 100th percentile and I just started playing again in the last few weeks and you're the, you're the first to board a Yahoo Airlines is that is that also true um no but I think that I get first uh results to their search engine and right now Karen Knightley is currently trending and if you put Karen Knightley in to the search engine, I'm not I'm not even going to say what the first search result oh. Karen Knightley in the search engine is but you oh, know boy. you know when you like enter something like when you enter Grant Neifer the first results that come up are like Grant Neifer is he in jail Grant Neifer is he real Grant yes. <laughs> beer like those are the first three search results the one when you enter Kiara Knightley's name, the first one that comes up made me chuckle for a second. Now you're going to have the, myself do it. You're going to have Mango doing it. You're going to have the people doing it uh, as well. well what, what's your status, Mango? You know, I'm trying to pull mine up, and I want to see what my status is, and I feel like Grant's showing me up. I don't even know how to do that. So, uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I'm just going to not do it and, uh, you know, just sit back and listen to you guys talk about it. Dean Shavelson is Landa, and then the second thing coming up is Dr. Shavelson. In uh, Tinton Falls, New Jersey. Yeah, that's my uncle, I think. Really? For real, I'm pretty sure. We haven't talked in a long time. He's, is he a podiatrist? Yeah, podiatrist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's my uncle Dennis, right? Is that his first name, Dennis? I don't know. I didn't Google all. Let's see. It's your <laughs> uncle, Dean. This is so no, uh, Dr. Robert Shavelson. Oh, I, oh well, okay. I, I'm unaware. I, I got to hit up that... Uh, <laughs> What's the over you send like your I don't know let me know I have a long lost name that I was unaware of I'm not aware of Robert Chamelson but that's not what this pod is about boys the people they've been waiting long enough by the way speaking of waiting long enough and people sticking and sticking around Grant you made a promise to the people last uh, last podcast tell them what that podcast the podcast promise was and what I, are you going to do about it I didn't promise anything in particular but then actually a lot of people listened to the end of the podcast so the twelve people that commented in the comment section of our last podcast. Um, I will be sending you a Yahoo invite um, for you guys to get into. And if you beat me, then then you get a free RG t-shirt up to five people. 
<laughs> if you keep playing Josh Allen, you you have to definitely. That's why you have to put the little asterisk on it because you're going to give away a lot of t-shirts. Uh, just FYI, Josh Allen won me a G last week on Yahoo, so suck it. It wasn't Josh Allen. He didn't. He didn't do anything for you. It was other guys. Yes, yes, he yes he most certainly did. Do you want me to send you the link? <laughs> well, he helped you because, like, you know, he was they dragged the rest of the team dragged Josh he, Allen. He, he allowed me to fit in Jamal Williams at fourteen dollars. <laughs> oh, you couldn't find the fourteen dollars for Jamal Williams, and also the thirteen dollars for the Dallas Cowboys defense. <laughs> Yeah, no, man, that was a tilting. But I, I had so much Dak and so much Zeke and then used to the Cowboys defense scoring that and like you know, I, I thought they're gonna blow him out. Like, that wasn't a good sign. That was not a good Zeke was uh I, I had some really good teams. Uh for, I don't want uh but Zeke was like my worst play, and that's just how that works sometimes because uh and I saw somebody on the Twitter machine, uh, Grant was pointing to you basically saying scoreboard that Zeke was a bad play. Well, like the results weren't good, but this is where you got to get you got to get the uh, the old process versus results lecture. Is that not I, correct? I, I suggested Saquon over Zeke, and he started ragging on me about how Saquon was a bad play. I'm like, well, he did outscore Zeke, and he was cheaper. And he's like, doesn't matter. He was a terrible play. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So as far as motivation, as far as like you know, again, this is week 17. Uh, we don't know a lot as of Monday night. I saw the Chargers, uh, the coach was saying they're going to play their guys. Uh, Kansas City, if they win, they get the number one seed. If they lose, uh, and if the you know the Chargers win, Kansas City can fall all the way back to a wild card spot. Uh, New England is locked into a first round bye. Uh, that's what I'm seeing right now. So I would imagine something funky is going on there with New England. Just running out the you know who's where as of right now. This stuff's important. The most important thing. It's like almost like preseason. Information is more important than matchups for me. Just trying to figure out who's going to be on the field. Uh, Houston, if they win, they uh, win the AFC South. If they lose, they will get a wild card. Uh, Baltimore, if they win or uh, Pittsburgh loses, they automatically get the, uh, the division. Uh, the Chargers, if they win, they're in. Uh, they need Kansas City to lose to win the division. Uh, Wait, again, they're, they're, no, they're, they're, they're in regardless. They're can't, are yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless. They're 100% in. It's just a, as far as their seeding. Um, yeah. Kansas City's playing uh, Oakland, by the way. So Kansas City's probably not going to lose if they win the other one seed. So Chargers, no matter what, are in. Uh, Indianapolis versus Tennessee, this one's easy. This is only on Yahoo, by the way. It's a 15-game slate on DK, 15-game slate on FanDuel. I assume so. Like, there's no games on Thursday, obviously. Uh, there's no games on Monday night, and there's one Sunday night game they flexed in. This is easy. Uh, Indianapolis and Tennessee, you win, you're in. Uh, if you lose, you're out. And I mean, I'm here in Nashville. God, I don't want to see Tennessee. Tennessee's boring, right, guys? Indianapolis is much more fun. I'm rooting for Indy. Yeah, Indy's yeah? Indy's a sleeper to win the entire thing. Like everyone's saying, been saying it for weeks. I mean, Indy's look great this season, and. Yeah, I would much rather see them than a terrible Tennessee team in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Mango, you still with us? Are you fall asleep? What's going on? No, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm, I'm with you. I'm ahead of the curve on this uh, Tennessee not making the playoffs. I, I tweeted out when I was watching the uh, Titans on Saturday. I was like, please, we do not need Derrick Henry on a playoff slate, right? Like, let's just get that out the way. Like, eliminate the Titans. Uh, I'm definitely not team, uh, you know, Titans. Uh, so I'm hoping Andrew Luck can find a way to get it done. It's more fun to, you know, watch chalk Eric Ebron maybe bust. Uh, you know, watch T.Y. Hilton go for like 200 yards in a playoff game. Uh, I, I'd much rather watch the Colts play. It's yeah. not going to be in a dome. He can't do that. Uh, that well, yeah. maybe, are, are we sure there's no other teams that could possibly have a dome? I mean, maybe if they make the Super Bowl, right? Uh, Houston, 
Uh, I don't know if they would match up against Houston or not. They're, they're, they're already going to be in the playoffs there in the AFC. But well, we're talking this. All we care about is Week 17. This is called daily fantasy football, guys. We care about this week and this week only. Uh, that's the AFC. The NFC, the Orleans is locked up their first spot. And they are talking to Sean Payton about, you know, what he's going to do. And he was very sketchy. I don't think, the, I don't think anybody's safe on New Orleans. That's my take on Monday. I don't like anybody in New Orleans. Uh, I, don't, I don't see – I think it's going to be like a preseason game, if anything, where they get like one or two series or something like that. But as of right now, New Orleans is off the board for me. They locked in the number one. There's no reason to push them. The, the Rams, if they win, they get a first-round bye. If they lose and Chicago wins, they fall back to a wild-card game. Uh, Chicago, no worse than the three spot. If they win uh, and the Rams lose, they jump up to number two and get themselves a bye. So they have some incentive. Uh, Dallas was locked in the four, boys, which tells me, like, why would you play Z? Uh, that's, that's my thought. Like, again, this is Monday. We have no idea. Uh, Grant, are you with me on that? Like, there's no, they're locked in the four spot, no matter what. So why yeah. play Z? Yeah, probably don't play Zeke. I mean, the reason we play Zeke is strictly for the – or not strictly for the volume, but mostly for the amount of volume he's going to get. That's not going to be there. Don't play Zeke. It's done. Yeah, I mean, like, Rod Smith is a guy that might get 20 carries. And there's going to be, like, three or four or five or six Rod Smiths that, are like that we can play because there's going to be a lot of quote-unquote value, at least until the game start. Uh, running it down as far as more teams, Seattle is 100% in. Uh, if they win or Minnesota loses, they get the five spot. If they lose and Minnesota wins, they get the six spot. Minnesota wins and they're in. Or if uh, Philadelphia loses, they're in. Uh, I believe Philadelphia is in. If Minnesota loses and Philadelphia wins. So that's a lot to follow, but I think that's uh, important stuff to kind of throw out there. So, uh, Mangone, I'm going to throw it on you. Are you listening? Have you pulled up a page very similar? I should have probably copied and pasted and sent this your way, but uh, this is the most important piece of information as far as breaking down the slate, is it not? Yeah, it's definitely very important, right? You want to play teams that have incentive to win, right? Uh, I'll probably, you know, be looking at guys like, uh, you know, we talked about the Eagles, how they have incentive to win. So I'll be going back to some BDN, man, uh, Big Dick Nick, as we like to call him. Uh, oh, boy. He, Look, you got to go you went blue with the people like 15 minutes into the podcast. You're supposed to be like the, you know, the, the innocent, charming one. You just, you just went there. All of a sudden you're playing a whole body. You're being Big T. Am I not innocent or charming? No, not at all. You're all all about debauchery, man. (laughs) (laughs) But the charm's there, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's relative. The charm is is definitely there, Grant. But I am supposed to be the innocent one. But, uh, dude, this guy's the man. I mean, he helped me carry carry me over the cash line and everything. Uh, He's the man, so I got to give him the uh, rightful nickname that he has. His name is not Saint Nick. Uh, as uh, Scott Hansen was saying, that was some garbage. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I thought he was going to say it, too. He says, Dave, his, his nickname is, I'm like, no, Scott Hansen's going to do it. And he's like, of course, everybody knows he's called St. Nick. No, he's not. Yeah, no. Nobody okay. calls him that. No, yeah. no, 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 half of Philadelphia was calling him St. Nick halfway or after the Super Bowl. No one in Philadelphia <laughs> was calling him that. Yeah, but did you see his no. price hike? Did you see his price hike, guys? He's he's five thousand nine hundred dollars over here on uh, DraftKings. I mean, he's kind of expensive, but again, I'm gonna want to go back to the well kind of after what he did. Uh, seems like a perfect spot, right? We have the Redskins team that uh, definitely is uh, kind of quitting. Uh, it's just pretty much over. Josh Johnson just doing getting reps for the uh, San Diego Fleet basically, and uh, calling. <laughs> um, and is that the team he was drafted to? The AFL, whatever. Is, is that yeah. is that a real team? I don't know. Yeah, no, it is. So I actually did some Alliance Football League research. Right? I just was curious, like, who's where. 
Um, cause all my friends were like, where are we going to go? Right. Is there a place we could visit? Like, uh, who's the team that we could root on? And like some of like the notable things is Michael Vick is the Atlanta, Fal- uh, not Atlanta Falcons, uh, the Atlanta, I forget their name, but he's the offensive coordinator for them. So that could be good times. Um, <laughs> it, it <was> a- <laughs> you buried the lead. Your friends, your friends are planning a road trip to check out an Alliance football league game. Well, we were just thinking, we're like, okay, we have to pick a team, right? So if we're going to pick a team, it's gotta be a good area, right? Like we're, so we're just trying to think like, do we go to our well, one. I've been a couple times. Yeah, San Diego's a good time. I did see Utah has one. Like, do they have a dome or are they getting snow games? Because these are games are all in February. But no one's here for Alliance football takes. Uh, they're, they're here for the NFL one. <laughs> this is daily fantasy football. Thing. Alliance football doesn't start until like February or something. The people don't want to hear Alliance takes. Yeah. Are yeah, talking about lingerie football league now? <laughs> the LF. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what it's, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's called Legend. Legend. Yeah, Legends. Legends. It's called Legends Football League now because Laundry, it's, yeah, obviously there's a reason. It wasn't the best for marketing purposes, uh, not for families necessarily. Uh, Nick Foles is 28 bucks on Yahoo, Grant. What say you? 28 bucks on Yahoo is cheap enough, although that's, that's fairly co- uh, correlated to the price over on DK. I mean, it's not great. It's not terrible, but uh, you do have like uh, – I, I want to use guys this week that I can pair – with other guys. I want to play guys, obviously they're in games that actually matter. So being able to play foals with a guy like Ertz or a guy like Jeffrey, where you have a com- almost complete correlation there. So um, Foles is absolutely in play. I mean, the problem is Sam Darnold isn't playing for anything, but he is a rookie. He is still trying to get a little confidence booster. So he could potentially be a guy that um, is near the same price tag, same with Baker Mayfield, same with Josh Allen. Both those guys aren't playing for anything. And even Trubisky at 26 bucks, like, But all those guys we can trust are going to play the entire game, which there's some value to that. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want guys that are going to be in there the entire – also Lamar Jackson. Like, the thing over on Yahoo is a lot of these guys are in the same price range. And even on over on DraftKings, like, there's not a giant pricing discrepancy between either of these guys. Most of them are similarly priced over on DraftKings to Yahoo. It's nice with the quarterback position this week having that. Um, but, like, there, there are other guys in the same price range. And Washington, they may have given up, but they're still not the best matchup in the world from a defensive standpoint. Um, they were going to be running the ball a decent amount with AP, I'm guessing. I mean, who knows if he's even coming back next year. So, is that a new running back? Today? I know Adrian Peterson, AD, the kids call him. Uh, they have Thompson. Who's, who's this AD? No, 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 Dean, Dean. AD is Anthony Davis. AP is Adrian Peterson. They, they go by initials. It's very simple. All right, who, who's LT then? Um, um, I believe it's Leonard Turkenton. <laughs> that was the best name because I, I mean, if you're saying only one guy can have a nickname, that's it. So, Dane Tomlinson's not LT then because that was already claimed. Yeah, 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 pretty much. No, he's just the greatest running back of all time is his nickname. Um, that's beside the point. But I mean, yeah, we have Kirk Cousins in a must-win game against a tough Chicago defense. We have Lamar Jackson at 400, le- 300 less uh, going against Cleveland, where they probably need to win. We have Trubitsky, we have Nick Foles, and we have Josh Allen all in the same price range. I think all of them are viable. I think that, honestly, in that entire price range, the guy I might prefer could actually be either Trubitsky or Allen just because of the price savings. Although, like I said earlier, I want a guy that I can pair stuff with. So in GPPs, it's Foles, I think. Just because that Ertz-Foles pairing, you know exactly what's going to happen there if Foles goes off. It's going to be a huge Ertz game. I'm just pulling up as far as Chicago. Chicago's motivation, again, 
they are currently well. well I'm, I, they okay, want the first round by. They want the first round by. They're really playing for something, just like the Rams. Well, yeah, they, they can do no worse than three. They can move up to two if the Rams lose. I just want to make sure the Rams are playing at the same time. They all are, yeah. which I think they kind of forced those. Uh, yeah, the every, every single goals. playoff potential team matchup is are all playing at one twenty five. By the way, guys, something to keep in mind over on Yahoo and DraftKings. And any site that you can late swap, pretty much anything but fantasy draft. Uh, keep in mind that you can switch things around. So if you do play one or two guys in the early game, um, early games, they don't go off. Then you can go a little bit off the board on the late games. They do go off. You can go a little bit chalkier and still try and take down GBP if you have a guy at very low ownership. So it's something that you can rely on late swap being more important this week than almost any other week. Um, so just something to keep in mind. By the way, I finally got around typing it in. Kieran Knightley, beach pictures is the most popular response, apparently. So uh, Apparently I searched for something uh, else. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Grant? It's totally PG-13. You know, I didn't mention what I searched for. Yeah, but there was implication there. It was, it was not too subtle. Who knows what you're searching over there? <laughs> I'm not going to have, like, the, you know, the, the, the geek squad, you know, bust out your, you know, dig into your computer, but... I have ideas. I have thoughts over there. I mean, anything uh, you're thinking, yep. it's generally in incognito mode, so it wouldn't show up. Uh, Mangone, what about, like, Mahomes? Like, Kansas City, if, if they win, they, they lock up the number one seed. They're playing against Oakland. How long does Mahomes stick in the game? If they're, if they're, I mean, you assume they're going to rip Oakland, right? They're probably – well, we don't align just yet because it's Monday night and Oakland just played, but it's probably at least two touchdowns. Um, I don't think it's two touchdowns. Is concern? It's not? Oakland's been good lately. You want to give me two touchdowns? I'll take Kansas City right now. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll take Oakland minus 14. <laughs> or plus 14. Yes. <laughs> minus 14. Hurt. Booked. <laughs> uh, Mangone, uh, jump in here as far as your favorite quarterbacks. Yeah. So I, I think Mahomes is obviously in play. Like, I mean, don't worry about them pulling him early, right? If he's pulled early, it's because he's been throwing like crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm sure making Mahomes stacks is a good idea, right? If people are worrying about the blowout, like I just would not be at all. So uh, I'm definitely in on getting some Mahomes, the Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey stacks. That obviously makes some sense. Uh, you know, Big Ben has definitely got to like, right? We have this Bengals scene that we know. And I mean, we know it's just been absolutely awful this season. Uh, of course, Big Ben is just going to throw all over them all day. Uh, he's going to be going at it. They'll sure they'll be scoreboard watching, but like they they just know they have to win this game and they need the Browns to come through and uh, get the job done for them. So obviously, have to like the big. What do you think the line of the game is, Megan? Uh, I have it up in front of me, so uh, I know what it is. Oh. It is uh, it opened at sixteen and a half, and now it's uh, minus fourteen. <laughs> so um, I'm definitely a big fan. The Sharks were smashing Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so, but. Um, Big Ben just makes way too much sense here, right? Like loading up on uh, Antonio Brown, Juju, all those guys. Uh, they're just going to absolutely pour on, hey, they're home, right? We're not worried about that at all, uh, being on the road and, and whatnot. Uh, home Big Ben is what we want. So uh, I'm definitely a big fan of loading up on those in tournaments. The upside's great. If you have the money and cash to spend up on quarterback, sure, go for it. Uh, definitely think that's uh, interesting. Uh, one thing I wanted to note, I think the Drew Brees thing was a good point, but looking at these teams like, you know, there's a 51 total in this Tampa Bay and Atlanta game. And I know there's not a lot of incentive there, but one thing, one note that I caught, and this is going to be important to see is some of these guys, like for instance, uh, Jameis Winston, uh, the, the Bucks kind of know that they have to make a decision on him. This game is probably not going to make or break the decision. They have like a backup, I believe. I think his name is Ryan Griffin. I saw like a, a tweet about it on Sunday. They made him. That's tight end, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I thought. So too, when I saw it, but there's they have no a, 
Yeah, either way, they, that's a common name, Dean. I'm sure that's his name. But either way, I did see that they, in, they made Ryan Fitzpatrick inactive, which I thought was a very interesting point. And the reason they did it was they activated this young kid to give him some possible time. So I could see that obviously happening here, just putting the young kid in. So some of these guys, you know, are not that secure. So I like kind of going to guys like Sam Darnold. Uh, I, I want to go to these, uh, these guys that are basically going to get the full run, right? Uh, do we assume that a guy like Deshaun Watson, is he going to get full run against the Jaguars? I would assume so. Uh, in a dome too, that's obviously something that's good too. And the Jaguars events, they played a little better lately. Uh, but I think going to these guys that just, you know, are going to get the entire run is where we want to be. Yeah. If Houston wins, they win the AFC South. If they lose, they're a wild card entrance. So, uh, although I think they're getting, yeah, they're, they get the wild card either way, I believe. Um, maybe like they might host, host a home field game or something like that because Casey and New England, I think no matter what, Grant confirmed this. I believe those are, that's the first two spots. I think New England's uh, the two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because New England's early on the season. So uh, if Indy wins or whoever wins that Indy game, if Houston loses, then they're automatically the wild card. If they win, they're automatically division. Yeah. Houston definitely has incentive to win. Uh, no, that's kind of weird as far as a line drop. We saw Pittsburgh, their line dropping against Cincinnati, which is like that seems weird. Although 17 is a monster number of the NFL. I see Houston opened up as a 10-point favorite against Jacksonville. Now we're just a 7-point favorite for what it's worth. Um, Mingo, what about your boy, you know, Rodgers? Rodgers, I mean, he's not playing for anything, but and he loves that. He loves himself as Monte Adams. So he had, what, at least 10, 11 catches after so last game. He had, they had the walk-off touchdown in overtime. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going back to Adams. I'm cool with him. And, you know, Rodgers versus Detroit, he has something to play for outside of pride. Uh, what's your take as far as uh, A-Rod? Yeah, I just assume, right, it's a home game for him. So just put out for the crowd, uh, have a good time, right, last one to uh, play. I'm assuming he goes the whole game. I, I, I don't think that they want to see – I believe the backup is Deshaun Kaiser. Like, you don't need yes. to see uh, – Kaiser Soze. Yeah, you don't need to see what he has to show. I mean, maybe if, like, they're up by a lot and they just say, eh, you know, Rodgers is done for the day. But uh, he's obviously an interesting route to go. But I, I'm obviously going to look for these uh, game stack opportunities, right, games that I think could possibly have the chance to shoot out. Like, that. that's where I want to go. And I don't know. I, I just kind of feel like the Lions might just fold over a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I think Rodgers is fine. But I think if I'm going to spend money on quarterback, there's other guys I'd rather go to. I'd rather go to a Big Ben who, uh, you know, they actually have something to play for or Mahomes. Sure, I, I kind of just said I want guys that are going to be in shootouts, but uh, these guys have to win. Uh, if I'm looking to play uh, any of these games that, quote, unquote, don't matter, uh, I want to try and get a game that could obviously have some shootout potential. And I don't know. I just don't really see it there. 44 and a half total just seems like a spot I need to pass. Grant, the, uh, the book opened the lineup at 10 to 1. 10 to 1 that Mangone got the Kaiser Soze reference. Where's your money on? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know who Kaiser Soze is. Thank you, you Kaiser Soze. Thank you, me. I said JK. Oh. Oh. oh, you know who he is, right? I mean, no th- 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 spoilers. I know statute of limitations and all that, but you know, you get the Kaiser Soze reference, right? Yes, I do. Are you disappointed in Mangone, or is that just me? No, no, because I barely got it. <laughs> I would I wouldn't know a Kaiser Soze if I ran into him. I don't know what a Kaiser Soze is, so uh, you don't want to run into Kaiser Soze. I believe it's. Uh, Walk the other way. It, I, I think that it is a pastry. No, no, you're, you're thinking of a, a crepe. Oh gosh! All right, so Kaiser Soze is <laughs> from the usual suspects. I just googled uh, Kaiser Soze, and the first thing I came up with uh, was uh, Kaiser Soze beach pictures. What are the odds? <laughs> People like themselves some beach pictures. Uh, running backs. So here's the thing: New Orleans has nothing to play for, guys. Right? They're they're locked in at the one. Uh, McCaffrey has nothing to play for, but he absolutely smashed. He absolutely crushed last week. He played like ninety. He didn't play hundred percent of snaps. He played about ninety or so. 
I think they, they gave uh, Cameron Artist Payne, the cat, they gave him some run. Uh, in the dome there, nor against like the backups for New Orleans. Like again, this is one of those deals where we need the beat writers. But if we're seeing New Orleans second unit and uh, McCaffrey is supposed to get some run, which again I don't know why they would push him. I think he's more likely to get the run like last week where he's at home from the home fans on the road. Who cares? <sighs> he's really expensive, but I mean, there's a monster upside here, Grant. And we're gonna have some salary because there's gonna be some cheapies out there lurking. I mean, you look at the people that we want to pay up for near the top. Obviously, Elliott's completely out. Gurley's probably not going to play. If he does play, then it is interesting there because they are playing for something. Melvin Gordon's probably going to do someone, something, and Barkley is in for probably a full workload. The game's over in New York. It's against the divisional opponent, so they might be trying to play for something regardless. I think McCaffrey is firmly in play here. Um, it's tough. It's not going to be tough to pay up for him because I can guarantee there's going to be some huge value. I don't know if I'd go there in cash. I think I'd side more on Barkley, um, just because I'm sure that he's going to get 100% workload as a, as McCaffrey probably will not. Um, but yeah, in GPPs you definitely have to look at him just because one the potential uh, passing game upside. I mean, he had 13 targets in Heineke or whatever his name is first week. So we could potentially see something similar again, although it was against Atlanta. So it's something you should look at with a grain of salt. But he got 33 touches, 34 touches in this matchup. Um, yeah, a I mean, lot. Yeah, absolutely in play. And, like, there's so many guys up at the top that are just out of it. I mean, like I already said, Elliott, potentially Gurley, Kamara, James Conner may not play. Like, there, Lindsey uh, just got injured tonight. He could be out. Like, there's not a whole lot of guys you really want to pay up for. So, McCaffrey's absolutely in the conversation. And I think that in GPPs, he may be one of the best plays. It's probably going to be a split between Freeman and Booker. Both those guys are super, super cheap as far as the Denver side, assuming that Lindsey does some play. But, again, Monday night, we don't know. The interesting one is Barkley against Dallas, a team that's locked in the four. They can't go up. They can't go down. And Vegas knows this. And uh, I see a line here that the Giants, Mangoed, are seven-point favorites uh, against Dallas. You know, the Giants have nothing to play for either. They probably, if you ask them, they probably want to lose. Their fans probably want to lose. But I, I imagine there's probably some rookie records out there that Barkley is chasing. And, uh, look, if running backs matter, Barkley's the guy you want as your running back because he's really, really talented. Um, but, like, really good week for run, the running uh, running backs don't matter crowd. Good job with C.J. Anderson. A couple other guys out there, too, that are worth mentioning. But No, uh, he's, he's, going, he's like, a positive regression, Dean. We all know that. <laughs> well, he's he's thirteen. I think he's thirteen bucks on Yahoo Anderson, and uh, I don't think Gar- Gurley's going to play this week. We shall see. Stay tuned on that. But people are going to love themselves. Some old man CJ Anderson who's off the couch, off the street. Where I hate that term, off the street. I'm sure he's living somewhere. He's got an apartment, if nothing else. Probably a nice house. He had a nice fine career. Uh, Mango, talk to me about uh, Barkley. Yeah, so, uh, Dean, I kind of gave you this narrative, and I feel like you just brushed it off your shoulder uh, when I told you this this weekend with Barkley. But uh, I think there's a narrative here, and I think one of them, and this isn't the one I was bringing up, but there's the rookie of the year narrative, right, going up against Baker Mayfield. Like, that's actually a thing going on. Both those guys, I think, are firmly in contention for it, right? Like, I'm not saying it's an easy call to say it's Barkley over him because, like, what Baker's done with the Browns has been pretty impressive, right? I First just, of all, Baker's irrelevant. It's all not Hugh Jackson being there. That, that's all that really matters. I, I, I he wasn't agree. staring him down, though. He, he was looking at a nice sunset or something. So also, Grant, Baker, I, like, all, all things aside, Barkley's about to get 2,000 yards from scrimmage this season, which is incredible. It seems like a lot. 
so Grant, I agree with you, right? I'm all on board. I think Barkley is the rookie of the year, but you have to think how these voters think, right? These voters think, oh, like look what Baker's done for the Browns. Look how like the Browns were a winless team and now they're they might hit seven wins this year, right? Like there's just an incredible thing that so like that's how these people think, right? LeBron James, like D Dean will love this take. LeBron should win the MVP every year, but it's boring to give LeBron that trophy, yeah. right? We like to look at like the guy that really resurrected the team. So I just think it's in the conversation. Like I had a conversation with someone uh, about, you know, rookie of the year today at a Christmas party. And I was like, oh, Barkley's got to be the guy. And they're like, oh, no. It's the worst Christmas party ever. That's what you're uh, talking about? Uh, trust me. One of the takes that was brought up was uh, Rex Ryan to be the Packers head coach. And I just. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, McCarthy. It was, it was really if bad. The, if the people didn't know you live in the New York, New Jersey area, now it's confirmed because one of your relatives thinks Rex Ryan was a great coach. Yeah. So, um, but I just think that's the thing, but the narrative I was kind of getting to is dude, there's the whole, and Grant, you can tell me if you agree with this. Cause Dean really didn't uh, give me a time of day when I discussed it, but New York is very media. <laughs> that's just me and you. That's how we talk. Yeah, so New York was very media driven, right? So the Giants need to pump Barkley in their face and, and make him have a big game to close out. And same with the Jets. They got to put, uh, you know, Darnold out there and make sure that they know who won the draft, right? Who had the better draft pick. It's what they're going to be talking about in the off season. Who did better? Who got Barkley? You know, whoever got Darnold, uh, who had the best choice. So uh, ultimately I think that both these teams are going to be bringing their uh, rookies out there and really kind of trying to showcase them as best as they can. So I actually like Barkley this week. I know it's a tough matchup, but price is still good, right? Uh, we had him last year, uh, last week, I believe 7,900 and now we get him at 8,200 and the matchup was pretty nice for pass catching running backs last week. Cowboys is not the easiest spot, but uh, yeah. I Cowboys kinda... second team is an easy spot. What'd you say? Cowboys second team players are going to be an easy spot. Yeah, they're not going to play their starters. I don't think at least we shall yeah, see. I'm assuming they don't. I'm kind of with you, but I, I don't know, right? Like we have no clue what these coaches are going to do, and like half of them are liars too. Like I think uh, John Gruden said Jalen Richard or Doug Martin was like the best running back on their team, and then they ran like for four yards. So you can never uh, you can never trust uh, these coaches what they're going to say at times. Yeah, Jason Garrett, the clapper, he's not going to lie to you. Uh, he won't lie to Jerry Jones. I can promise you that. Uh, but he might lie to us. You never know. But uh, I like Barkley. He's going to be a guy. I'm definitely thinking I'm in a gym in there a ton of, at least early on in the week. I'm thinking he could be my favorite spend up option. I'm not on board with McCaffrey. The reason why he was playing last week, Dean, was because he was trying to break Matt Forte's receptions record, which he broke, right? Uh, it was the perfect week to do it against Atlanta, the team that gives up the pass catchers to uh, the running backs. Now it's the Saints. Uh, if the Saints are playing their starters, which we assume that they are going to, uh, you know, it could be a chance to just maybe ease off McCaffrey. Why do you assume they're well, you, the whole time you've been saying the Saints are locked in at the one spot? Why do you assume the Saints are playing their starters? Oh, are they locked in? I didn't. I, maybe I wasn't listening. Like body parts, uh, Dean. I was maybe. Well, welcome to the welcome to the podcast, Mango. <laughs> but I mean, if they're not playing my guess, but. Uh, it's tough, right? And I like to talk about this. I've talked about this with you before, and it's something I kind of thought about more this week or this year. Uh, McCaffrey, right? Like, we didn't understand why he was getting a ton of run in the preseason. Like, they were just jamming it down his throat, like, saving for the regular season. Like, we just can't trust coaches to make rational decisions. So maybe they do run him out there again. Maybe I'm wrong. And uh, But if I was the coach, right, I would just be sitting him. I would not be, you know, beating him into the ground. But we cannot think of what we would do if we were the coach. We need to think of what the coaches are going to do. So – uh, I guess stay tuned and see what they. What if Riverboat, Riverboat Ron, which by like ridiculous nickname, he's the dude punts the ball in fourth and one all the time. But what if Riverboat Ron is playing, coaching for his job and he needs to win this game? Guys, guys, that, I that's met a good Riverboat point, Ron at the fantasy draft live final. Name dropping there, and from what I know, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna run. Riverboat Ron stays on sixteen when he plays blackjack. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst idea in the world. It's more about excitement there. Like, you stay on 16 because you want to know if you win. If you hit, then you immediately know if you've lost. 
<laughs> what a preposterous thing. When the dealer is an ace, I should have added that qualifier. The dealer is an ace, and he still saves on 16. How about that? I mean, I, I, I do all the time. I know it's not the right oh, move, but it's a better move for me. You're not on the, You're not going to be on the post. If you're the last man to, to act, I, I'm not playing at your table. I mean, I, I don't want you at my table, so this is a win-win for me. <laughs> CJ Anderson's 13 bucks, boys, on Yahoo. $3 yeah, yeah, above the minimum. Plan. If Gurley's out, then you play him. It's that simple. I mean, dude, it's the fresh legs narrative, man. Uh, I'm all in on these guys with the fresh legs who are just, uh, you know, looking like they're absolute studs going up against these teams. Uh, you know, they haven't get, taken any hits all year, and then they just move in there and they look phenomenal. Uh, people think that, like, C.J. Anderson just basically be the MVP now, right? Uh, everyone's all in on C.J. Anderson. I'm going to be all in on him, too, for Week 17, but then uh, I'll throw him to the curb from there. So if I can get him for cheap and he's getting all the carries, uh, sure, sign me up for him. Guys, also, Jeff Wilson Jr. is $14 on Yahoo. Uh, Burita got hurt last week. Yeah, Burita is confirmed out. Jeff Wilson is also four four over on uh, DK. Uh, he's a guy that can be involved in the passing game. I mean, we haven't seen a huge amount of him, but we saw the one week against Seattle where he was absolutely involved. He hasn't had a huge amount of work in the passing game since, but he is going up against the Rams, who I believe are fifth in the league in giving up targets to wide receivers. Um, so. That, that, that's potential huge value spot there. But we have a boatload of value spots. I'm just mentioning this because I can't. Well, oh, great. So here's it's a couple guys. Great. Here's a couple guys I want to ask you about. Uh, so the Williams, I got uh, Damian Williams. He's 6.1K on DraftKings. And he gets Oakland, right? Yeah, you can run all over Oakland. And then you get Jamal Williams uh, in a tough matchup against Green Bay. But uh, Jamal Williams has been really, really good. Uh, I believe I was reading an article and it was Ben Gretches. And he basically said, like, when Jamal Williams from week 11 to week 17 last year, when he was the bell cow, he basically was averaging like 17 fantasy points a game, which uh, I don't know what the matchups were in those games. They may have hit the you know lines once, but that doesn't matter, right? Snacks Harrison wasn't there. Uh, but either way, I do think that Jamal Williams is a home team uh, favorite as well. He's got to be someone that's kind of interesting as a bell cow. What's his price over on Yahoo? Because he was $14 last week, I believe, and I'm pretty sure he's cheap over there. Grant. So can you give me the price on both the Williams? Uh, yeah, Jamal Williams is $16 over on Yahoo, and Damian Williams got a $1 price increase to $19. Both of those guys are heavily in play. Um, Williams over on DK, I think, is a little bit too expensive. That defense has been a lot better since Snack's been in there. Um, but both over on Yahoo are in play. And I mean, you can easily go with Damian Williams over on uh, – I'm mean, assuming that Ware is going to be out, but you can go with him at 6.1K going up against that Oakland defense in a must-win game. I mean, he just had 100 yards against the Seahawks, which is pretty darn good. He had 30 – I mean, he's averaging almost 30 fantasy points the last two weeks. And he had 19 points versus Baltimore in not playing the entire game. So, yeah, Damian Williams is absolutely in play. Anyone in that offense is in play. They still have to win things. Oakland, they're – like, if, if, if the Chiefs get a first-run by, I mean, I need to look into this. Spencer Ware, I would assume, is going to be back in time for the playoffs. He's questionable for this week. I think it's closer to doubtful, um, but who knows. Uh, but he should be back in time if they get a first-round bye. He'll be back and healthy after the first-round bye. So, Damian Williams, they have probably no problem running him quite a bit in this matchup because they still have West in there, too. Yeah, uh, two more cheapies I want to ask you about, uh, and these are these are the old cheapies. Uh, so, if we assume the Saints are sitting everyone like we kind of discussed before um, – you would think Mark Ingram, does he just get a ton of run? Because, hey, it's Mark Ingram. And Mark Ingram's still there. Why is it Ingram? Play a third guy. 
I mean, yeah, I don't even know who the third guy is. I guess maybe they would, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they still fed the ball to Mark Ingram. Yeah, I think Marine and DeAndre Washington are the two guys. Zach Line, man. Yeah, oh, oh, gosh, gosh, yeah. Zach Line. All right, well, <laughs> yeah. I hear that, that, that's probably not the greatest one. Can take some help for running back? Give the ball to Taysom Hill 25 and have some fun. Uh, he's, he's a prime key to that offense. He's probably sitting too at this point. It's probably going to be the Teddy Bridgewater show. Yeah, we're, we're, guys, we're not giving ridiculous – we need to hear later on the week who's looking at who takes. We, we're, we're talking about the guys that are playing in a game that matters. Okay, Grant, so here's a guy. I know he's not playing a game that matters, but is it his last game playing? And, Grant, you love this guy. Adrian, P- Adrian Peterson, yeah. man. Like, uh, Eagles defense is not, uh, you know, the best defense in the world. Uh, is this going to be the uh, just – Feed it to Adrian Peterson. This is his last game ever, or is he coming back? Are we seeing him? No, he's coming back. He's, he's Why is his last game ever? He looks good, actually. I don't know. He's just old, man. Like I, he does look good, but I mean, I guess the Redskins are going to probably give him another contract. Is I'd assume. Yeah, I mean, seventeen bucks over on Yahoo. That's not bad. Four four over on DK. I'm not going there with the amount of value that's out there today. I mean, we've seen Adrian Peterson at four one lately, and we're still not playing him at that. He granny had a big game last week, but. That was on a slate that didn't matter. I'm not going there. Yeah, I just figured I'd ask. There's a couple things I wanted to mention. We talked about C.J. Anderson. Like, it's possible. We saw he played, like, three quarters of the snaps. Like, John Kelly's really, really cheap. If, if they say, hey, let's give John Kelly some run this week just because we shall see. Stay tuned again. You need your beat writers this week. He is super, super cheap. Uh, the other thing you guys were talking about, Jamal Williams, they went to overtime. They had 90 snaps, 90 snaps. Um, of course, they had an injury with uh, – Aaron, what's the, I forget the other guy's name. What's the dude's name for, for Green Bay? They're running back at four. Aaron Jones. Uh, such a generic name. It wasn't coming to my head for whatever reason. But Jamal Williams had 85 of 90 snaps, so it seems pretty clear that's his backfield. You guys are talking about Stacks Harrison. Not Stacks specifically, but, like, Detroit has got nothing to play for. Just want to make the note that, like, be on top of actives and inactives on the defensive end, too. Like, week 17, these guys are all beat up to some degree. There's going to be some guys that just aren't going to play just because maybe coaches show some mercy. They want to see some younger guys or whatever. Maybe some bets will sit. Uh, stay tuned. Again, hour and a half before the games for each uh, allotment. The 1 o'clock games at 11.30. 4 o'clock, you guys can do the math. Uh, receivers, Grant, what are, what are our thoughts here? Did uh, I lose Grant? I don't know if we lost Grant, but uh, before we, I guess, go back to Grant, I do want to mention something that I think is super important, kind of piggybacking off the, the news like you kind of said, Dean. Uh, one of the most helpful things that I'll pass to you this podcast of anything that I say. So this is where you write this down. You make sure uh, you go to right. you can go to my Twitter account and uh, I follow lists of beat writers, right? And uh, I know Roto Grinders has the list too, but you go to my uh, Twitter account. It's at Travis Mangone, T R A V I S. You really name dropping your Twitter. This account. is the no. cheapest way to get Twitter followers. I know, you know, be- guys, I'm actually trying. Guys, I'm trying to help. I'm actually trying to do something. You can go to the Roto Grinders one too. You go to NFL sources, right? And uh, it's SBK who does a lot of news there. He's the one who created the sources. There's 275 members, and it's all the beat writers, and they will tweet out all the news. Sure, Roto Grinders does, does a great job with alerts. All these sites do great jobs, but getting those like you know actives and inactives on these like random defensive players are really really important this week. So. Please, guys, like that's the most important thing you can do. You don't have to follow me. You can even unfollow me if you already follow me. I don't care. I just want to make sure you guys know to make sure to follow the NFL sources. I follow it all morning long, and I don't miss any kind of news. But I do think it's really important around 11 o'clock, just fire it up, put it on your side screen, and just watch it until about 1140 and get all the news you can because those actives and inactives are going to be really key. Yeah, so, Grant, the most important thing you can do this week is follow at Travis Mangone. Uh, there you go. I got that understood. Yeah. That's again, Travis Mangone. G N E I F F E R 7 Go follow it. 
Yeah, and don't forget to follow Dean at at no, L-A-N-D-A. I'm not. No, I don't need L-A-N-D-A. I'm not pushing it on anybody. Feel free to find me. No worries. No pressure either way. Grant, talk about some receivers. Um, I can talk about any receivers, but the ones that are obviously the most, uh, the safest are probably going to be those that are in games that matter. So we have Antonio Brown up there at the top going against Cincinnati's defense. That has not been great. Even if they don't get a spot in the playoffs, I can see Big Ben just slinging the ball. So him and Juju are obviously in play here. Uh, Tyreek going against this Oakland defense. I can't remember exactly how well he did last time they played. I don't think it was great. Yeah, one for six. Uh, in terms of receptions here. He did have a little bit of activity in the running game, but I don't expect that to happen again. So I think that Tyreek Hill's in play. You can X off Michael Thomas at the top there. Julio Jones, I mean, they may throw the ball to him. They may not. Who knows? I'm not trusting it when I have AB at $200 more. Devontae Adams, they're not playing for anything, but I will absolutely play some Devontae Adams. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is in play. Keenan Allen, people forgot about how many targets he was getting a few weeks ago. I expect them to do the same thing here, even though he is he did come from back from injury. It was against a Baltimore team, and he only got 10 points. So up to the top, like I think the smart move this weekend is to – it's counterintuitive to everything we've done all season long, but you can find some massive value at running back. You can pay off at wide receiver this weekend, I think. Megan? Yeah, I'm definitely down to pay up at wide receiver. I think it makes some sense as long as you get enough value. It seems like a week where we could maybe do one spend up running back if you're thinking like the cash build in my head. Big one. Yeah, yeah, probably Barkley and then find two cheap guys, get in the, uh, you know, good receivers that you want to get in there. Uh, you know, in tournaments, I think Tyree Kill, man, uh, I- I'm going to be probably all over him. It- he's a guy, sure, Dean, you talk about the, you know, Chiefs might ease off at uh, towards the end of the game, but it only takes one catch for that guy to, you know, have a big uh, game. So Tyree Kill is someone that I'll probably end up looking to pay for a little bit. He's got a ton of upside. I have to like Devontae Adams, right, chasing the record. Uh, I don't care if Darius Slay's on him. Uh, he's going to be a receiver. I obviously have to like a lot there. Definitely someone you want want to spend on those Vikings receivers dig stealing it really doesn't matter those two guys are firmly in play have to like them a lot so uh and the Steelers ones too right Antonio Brown uh people on Twitter uh, they always said he was washed but uh he, he proved us all wrong last week and then uh Juju too another Steelers wide receiver those are gonna be probably two of the more heavily owned guys this week the people tweeting at uh Juju saying they cost them their season-long team I mean the worst people on Twitter are like, you know, they're, they're, they're yahooing and they're Googling uh, Kira Knightley beach photos or whatever. The second worst people on, on Twitter, second worst people on the internet are those that are tweeting at Juju saying, man, you blew, me, you blew my season-long team. Dude, he was out there. He's a warrior. He's playing for you, playing for his team too. But unbelievable. I mean, you, you go ahead and just read the mentions. Like 95% was positive, but the 5% that are coming at Juju, those are the worst people. Are they not Grant? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a real terrible thing to say after he just may have cost his team the playoffs. They're horrible people tweeting at him. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not, just the way you phrase that. But uh, they actually uh, they have a 17% chance of still making the playoffs for what it's worth. They, uh, uh, they have to beat Cincinnati, which that's going to happen, right? They need the Ravens to lose, essentially. Uh, and Baltimore plays against uh, – why am I forgetting who Baltimore plays against – Somebody help me out. The Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield and the Browns. That's right. There you go. <sighs> Any cheap receivers, guys, that are kind of jumping off for you? Nothing at the moment right now. Yeah, we just don't know. Like, it's hard to – it really is hard to say. And, you were talking about uh, Slay, you know, possibly, you know, for Detroit, uh, you know, in the secondary. 
he's one of those guys. Like, he got hurt last week. He came back in the game. But he's one of those guys that just wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't play in week 17. You with me, Megan? Yeah, I, I could see that. You want, you want, like, a stupid price, like, just 6700 for digs? Like, I, I know the matchup's not easy, but – that's a crazy price, uh, GPPs. And even Adam Thielen, uh, 7200 Those are just some nice price tags. They got the uh, the price discount. What are you looking at? You're looking at the wrong slate or something. Was, oh, those I know what I did. No, nah, I was looking at fans. Oh. That, was, that was wrong. It's Sorry. a Yahoo-sponsored show. We've been talking about DK uh, as well as Yahoo, and you're dropping FanDuel prices on us. Way to, uh, way to use the folks there. I, I had the wrong tab click. That's my apologies there. But, uh, yeah, so dig. This is seven- why you're not a regular on the show. This is why you weren't the first one called. <laughs> you were the first one called. And it's just, you know, it's just... it doesn't sound like I was the first one called. It sounds like you guys had someone else. There you go. So, uh, but yeah, no, I do think even though the matchup is tough against the Bears, I do think that's something that you have to obviously like. I do want to know, like, so Julio Jones, I know he went out there last week. He's a gamer. He's a baller, uh, you know, went out there and got it done. But is there a chance they just sit him this week and get some, like, Calvin Ridley and Sanu value? That could be kind of intriguing. Well, he didn't get it done last week. Like, it was one of the few weeks he actually didn't get it done. Well, uh, I mean, I, I meant by get it done, like, he was he, he was hurt, but he said, yeah, I'm going to give it a go, right? Uh, he did it for the season-long guys, I guess. I got gotcha. you. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, against Tampa, we know that, that Tampa defense, like, we, you know, we're all about first impressions. What we say, once we say this defense is bad, we like, a lot of us just don't change our mind, but Tampa, especially since they fired their defensive coordinator, their, their, their defense, I wouldn't say it's great, but it's, it's certainly even better for what it's worth. I guess it couldn't, couldn't get much worse. Uh, I want to say historically, Grant, he's like he's been good against the Tampa defense. I could be wrong on that, but I feel like that's something in my head. Like that's a thing. It's a BDB, which I don't know if that's a thing in football, but who knows? Uh, but he's what, the, one of the most expensive receivers on the board. I don't know if he's the first guy I'm trusting just because, like you were saying, Megan, like they have nothing to play for. Also, you know, I want my big spends to be at home. Just I feel better. Like that is a better chance they'll play a few more snaps at home. Is that a proper approach, Grant? Where are you at in this? I don't even know who you're talking about anymore. You talked for so long. Julio Jones. Julio Jones. No, I already mentioned that. It's probably not the safer play. I mean, we have Antonio Brown, Juju, right in the same range, and we have Tyreek Hill playing at home, like you like, um, for just $100 cheaper, and he's playing for a game they really want. So I already said, like, I'd rather go Juju. I'd rather go Hill. I'd rather go Brown. I'd rather go Hopkins. I'd rather go Adams. All of them seem like a safer scenario. Julio's been injured all season long, and he just got outplayed by his other wide receivers. I get that he's actually getting some touchdown equity the second half of the season. He's a great play. Like, I could see a potential GPP spot on him, but it's not anything I'm going out of my way for. Assuming Juju's like groin is fine, I love the, the instant, uh, I don't want to say a redemption game, but it sets up nicely against Cincinnati, and I'm sure he's, he's going to have a rough week just mentally. And again, it wasn't his fault, obviously. Uh, just didn't work out. It was a tough matchup and all that. And he just, he, you know, he gave it a go as far as he injured his groin on Thursday or so. He still played, toughed it out, had a good game. Just an unfortunate ending for him. But I can see, you know, Ben giving him, a, you know, every opportunity possible to roast one of the, uh, you know, the secondary there in Cincinnati. And I love Juju in tournaments, assuming, you know, there's no issues as far as the injury. And, again, Pittsburgh does have some incentive. Uh, tight ends, boys. Uh, Mangone, tight ends. Run them down for me. Yeah, so tight end position. Uh, you know, every week it's it's always a good idea to pay up. It seems like in tournaments, it just seems like there's all these guys that are getting it done. Uh, you know, look at the top: Travis Kelsey against Oakland, he could obviously crush. Uh, Zach Ertz against uh, Washington, he seems like he's in an absolute smash smash spot here against uh, you know Redskins, who defense? Yeah, sure, their defense has been decent this year, but uh, this is a must win. And Zach Ertz, people will definitely be on him from what happened last time. Kittle, uh, I don't know if you saw Kyle Shanahan, he was like all about like 
the uh, the record, right? He was had him at 205, I believe, receiving yards in a game, and he needed five more yards, and he didn't get it for him. And what did Kyle Shanahan say? He was like, dude, I'm so pissed I didn't get you that record. That's my apologies. Well, I believe Kittle's in line for some tight end record. I kind of skimmed well, past it on Twitter. No, it was record for that, that game, wasn't it? Like, he had to get, like, over – like he needed, like, five more yards for that game. Yes, Dean, you, you cut me off. Let me finish my whole statement. Oh. So in that game, yes, he was five yards short, but he's in line. I believe, Grant, you have it, uh, it sounds like, on you. He was in line to this season to get, like, a, a receiving record for tight ends. So if Kyle Shanahan was mad he didn't get him that record, he's doubling that. He's getting him this record, right? He's making sure that this goes down, correct, Grant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kittle's absolutely in play. Plus, who else is Mullins going to throw to anyways? Yeah, it, it seems like he is in an absolute great spot, uh, you know, so I'm definitely going to be getting some Kittle exposure in tournaments. I think he could have some massive upside here. Evan Ingram, uh, you know, if Odell Beckham sits, uh, Ingram's got more healthy. He's getting the targets. Uh, we saw him last week, uh, you know, when they were kind of in the shootout with the Colts at the end of the game, he kind of got there, but he got six targets, 12 targets, five targets in the last three weeks have to like Evan Ingram here against the Cowboys second teamers possibly. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, I don't think I'll go there with him, even though he got that uh, Hail Mary and got nine targets last week. Had 36.2 fantasy points. That's absolutely crazy, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, I think it's a really strong spot to spend up if you can, and we talked about all this value, guys, that we can go to, and it sounds like a week where we'll have a ton of value. I don't think you need to risk going with any of these cheapies. If you do go with a cheapie, maybe a Chris Herndon, who's been a a real big part of the Jets' offense, but I – Chris Herndon, I don't know how to say his name. Herndon? Yeah, Herndon. Why would you pronounce Herndon? <laughs> well, it's H-E-R, so it's Hern and then Don. I just put it together. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that he's a guy that you can obviously go for a cheap option as well. Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle, I know he's been a guy that's, uh, you know, gotten some uh, whispers. He was in that Saturday Sprinkle? You mean Jeremy Sprinkle? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Dean. Uh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Get back on your burner account. <laughs> well, speaking of burner accounts, and that you you just said something because that might have been a clue. As we're doing the podcast, as of five minutes ago, an account called Landa seventy nine zero four just tweeted at me, "Hey DFS Almanac, hey that's my Twitter account. Feel free to follow me if you want." It came up organically. I didn't force it in. Hey DFS Almanac underscore Almanac, you are a big dummy. <laughs> so this person has one tweet. No followers and is following nobody. I call I'm accusing Grant of shenanigans. Confirm or deny? Uh, I deny. Mango? Uh, it's, it's not me, but uh, man, that, that's pretty good. Uh, Grant, you gotta be a little more clever. That was it's you. What do you deny? It's definitely you. I, 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 I think I would be more clever than that, Dean. You're saying it's just, it's just a coincidence that we talk about Landa and we're doing the podcast the well, exact same time of uh, Landa78904 with no followers, following nobody, and no tweets just tweets at me and calls me a big dummy. All real quick, to back up Grant real quick, there is a Landa78904 on Roto-Grinders that has lurked in the chat. We've seen the following show, so maybe this is the same Landa78904, or maybe it's just you, Dean. So you're saying whole, I just tweeted myself. Yeah, you tweeted yourself, Dean, and you put, hey, at DFS underscore Almanac, you are a big dummy, and it's all a ploy. Like, this is you doing it. You're on your burner. And you're trying to set someone else up here. I, I think uh, I'm accusing Grant if I have to make a call. But, oh, you do did say burner account with, like, you know, subconsciously it's already in your mind. So maybe it is you, Mango. I don't know. It's a tough call. I'm retweeting him, guys. <laughs> you're retweeting yourself. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure the people listening to the uh, the podcast are really interested in this. But, uh, hey, you know what? If you made it this far, congratulations. Uh, this is week 17. We're almost done. And there right on cue is the uh, the Turn Ferguson uh, retweet. That will be great if you guys are not aware. Uh, anything else that's worth saying here as far as tight ends? Or shall we get to the end of our nonsense and uh, make our bold calls and move on? And if we have any takes. Oh, I actually uh, I asked the people on Twitter if they had any questions. And I'll, I'll throw a couple out there if you guys want to answer. But give me some final takes here, Grant. Or, and where are we going to – you know, we have to make our Twitter bet. What do you feel confident about? Oh, gosh, I don't know what I feel confident about. Uh, Jeff Wilson, I guess. I don't know if we're going cheap running backs. Have you guys got junior one? Junior or a senior? Uh, junior. Junior. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Wilson, the first name that comes to mind. <laughs> what do you have as far as? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm just trying to duck this segment. I know you guys got a good tweet lined up, so uh, I'm just trying to duck this one out. I'm trying to get to those questions we were talking about. That's what great, great. First of all, I, I was I meant I meant the yellow about this uh, off air, but let's do it on air. We had Big T on last week. We could have had we could have forced Big T into making some ridiculous, some absurd uh, tweet. And Grant goes ahead and picks Josh Allen as, as his conviction call, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to lose. And of course, Grant lost because Josh Allen's just well, not going to keep doing Big Dick Fulls. That was a, that would have been the smart move. That would have been, and I don't know. I don't know who won, as far as myself or, or, or Big T. It was Big uh, T. I don't really. It was close. Oh, he might have had polls. I don't recall. Doesn't matter. No, he had. He had Rob. Yeah, he was good too. Well, Mahomes was good. They're all good except for Allen, unfortunately. Uh, well, you know, you know, people are tuning into the podcast for the very first time. I'm sure they are. They're sticking around all this way. Uh, Grant, tell the people what we're talking about. What is this? Tweets or consequences? Well, we all make a bold call, and when you lose. You got to tweet out something that the other people decide. Dean, what do you got on par for me this week? Well, the thing is, is like I, I hit the big T up and I wanted to bring him in on the decision making process. And he said, Oh, when do I need to buy? And this is like five, six hours ago. I'm like, well, Don't worry about it. You got till tonight. And he never really responded. And I hit him up about an hour ago or so. And he's like, Oh, man, I'm locked up at a party. Big T's, you know, his pajama jammy jam or something like that. He's uh, having a good time on, on New Year's. Oh, no, it's Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas, y'all. Um, and he said he's good with whatever, just make sure that he says that we are better than him. That was his, that was his direction. <laughs> but I thought we can – I don't know if you can work this in there somehow. I was thinking somehow, like we had this conversation last week, Grant, me and you, and I guess we're both terrible listeners, where I was talking about uh, the prospect of you shotgunning or gulping or da- uh, what is it, downing a, a bunch of eggnog, some nog. Drinking, I believe it's called, Dean. It's something that most humans do. <laughs> no, but doing it at a fast pace. What is that called? Well, chugging. There you go. Could not get there for some reason. And I thought you were saying uh, 60 ounces in like four seconds or something silly like that. And I didn't think that was mathematically possible. I was going to hit up Bill Nye and see what he had to say because that does not make sense as far as the science and the thickness of the dog. But uh, apparently you were saying 16 ounces instead of 60 ounces and neither one of us uh, understood the other person. So Maybe we have a video of you firing up some dog, and like along with that, maybe your your favorite Christmas movies, which I'm, you know, the list is kind of sort of somewhat in my head, but it's not finalized. But the, the people will know the tweet. I mean, it's Die Hard number one and Lethal Weapon number two. No, not according to your Twitter, that's not correct. <laughs> that is not what it's going to be. Uh, that will be incorrect. But uh, the correct answer, incidentally, is uh, by the way, I just got a follower because somebody just followed me because they think I'm a big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to follow this big dummy. Um, thanks for that retweet, uh, Grant. 
So, um, what, what is the, what's the best, uh, by the way, this is the end of the podcast for y'all, like, you know, as far as analysis. No, no, actually, we got to give her a player. Who's our player? You're the guest, Ben, go. You go first. Who's your... Do you guys want to do high-priced wide receivers? I'll take A.B. I'm not liking this. Uh, I just want to... You go Tyreek Hill? Oh, man. Who do you want? You gave a whole convention thing on Tyreek Hill. I do like Tyreek Hill, but like he's very boom bust. Like I'm not trying to bust here, man. I'm I'm trying to. Uh, well, AB a- is apparently over the hill. He's apparently done. Okay. I did not say that. Totally just, some people on Twitter are saying that. Uh, I mean, well, I mean I'll, I'll take I'll take AB or I'll take uh, Juju. I guess um, I'll go with the Juju you again. Get them both. You don't. No, you don't get them both. You get one or the other. Yeah, I get AB. You get Juju. Dean, who do you want? You want Devontae Adams, don't I you? I want a Juju. I gave a whole thing about Juju. Redemption game. All right. You so said I could go crap. first. You know what? I'll, I'll take Devontae Adams. All right. Uh, this – ah, man, dude. This is not going to be fun. This – I feel oh, like boy. I'm – Who do you have, my goon? No, I'm just worried I'm going to lose this bet, man. Uh, I don't want this tweet going out, so uh, – You don't even have to tweet. Nick, no. Nobody tweets out you're a big dummy. You get a bunch of followers. That's, that's what works for me, at least. No, no, the saying my uh, Twitter account, right? That, that's what gets me the followers, Dean. That's, that's what I'm doing. It's all, it's all a ploy. It's all a plan. <laughs> this, is, this tweet is now blowing up, at least uh, blowing up uh, the equivalents on, on uh, you know, Christmas Eve at midnight or so or something like that when we're recording it. I'm going to lock in Adams. Uh, Grant, who's your boy? Uh, Antonio. Or Tony, oh. if you will. I, I don't know if that oh, was – not. You that didn't know that was his name. Nobody calls him that. Listen, listen, his nickname is Angodio Brown. That's what everyone should be calling him. <laughs> you know, and and you're, you're, uh, you got Juju over there, Mango? Is that one here? Yeah, man. I'll, I guess I'm Jujuing on that beat. Uh, that's that's where I'm going this weekend. Oh, no. Really? Seriously? We, I mean, we, we need you to finish up the pod, but you're supposed to end the pod on a strong note, and uh, that wasn't it. George Costanza would not be proud. Uh, it's weird that I have your boy Adams and I like Juju, but I guess that's just how it works. You're a Packers fan. Why did you not want Adams? Uh, the, the incentive worries me, right? I mean, I guess he's going to get a couple catches and all, but, uh, dude, uh, the Packers are definitely looking to run those young guys out there and kind of see who's the best. So, uh, I do expect those, some of those cheap Packers stay tuned, like, uh, you know, be on the Twitter machine, make sure to check out who they're going to run out there. I think it's going to be between St. Brown and it's going to be between, uh, Kumaro and also Randall Cobb, it could be his last game as a Packer if he decides to play. So, um, yeah, Randall Cobb could obviously get that, uh, you know, before you head out of town and they kick him out the door, they might give him that touchdown. So, I think there's Why some did you that- drop all this knowledge before I said uh, – before I said Adams? Now all of a sudden you have all this, the, the sneaky knowledge. Uh, that's what you got to do, Dean. You got to, uh, you know, get you – rope you in and then, you know, you hook you and just take my victory and get out of the pot so we can write up a nice tweet for you. That was well played. Good job. Uh, we have a tweet here, Grant, and you actually answered it, but let's see what Van Gogh says because he probably hasn't seen either movie. Uh, better Christmas movie, Gremlins or Die Hard? Die Hard. Um, this is a, Gremlins is a Christmas movie? Like, I, don't, I, I remember seeing it as a it's kid. It's got a Christmas right? backdrop to it. See, now this is my take. This is crap. So same with Die Hard. It's not a Christmas movie if it just has a Christmas like backdrop. Like it takes like place during Christmas. Like um, which is the definition of a Christmas movie? Good. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not the definition. Like it doesn't have to be like happy and families and presents and smiles and Santa. That's like no. saying he's not a drunk guy. He just happens to be drunk. No, no. <laughs> you have to have Christmas theme to it. Like it, it's got to pass the smell test. You watch the movie and you just know. You watch it and you say that's a Christmas movie. And granted, I haven't seen Die Hard, but from what I've heard, it just. You're quote, dead. Unquote, 
It's Jerry Kaisen seeing Die Hard. He's getting a take as if Die Hard's a Christmas movie or not. Like, that's out. <laughs> Seriously, it's preposterous. You don't have a say in the matter. You haven't seen the movie. Uh, that's a fair point. But from what I've heard, I'm saying no on the Christmas movie. And don't think I'm watching it. Don't think I'm watching it anytime soon. I mean, if I were to watch it, it tonight was probably the night. But maybe when I get off the pot, I'll fire up some Die Hard. But likely not. I'll be on Yahoo entering in on that overlay action. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen Gremlins in a long time, but I feel like maybe Gizmo was like a Christmas gift. I think he was a gift. Does that sound right, Grant? Have you yeah, seen Gremlins? Yeah, Christmas gift. So there you go. Christmas, it's a gift. And that's the whole basis of the movie. And, of course, what, what are the three rules when it comes to Mogwise? I'm sure Mango knows this. Um, I got distracted by Twitter. What would you say? <laughs> I was asking what the three rules of, of uh, you know, when it comes to Mogwise, what are the three rules you have to live by? I don't even know what Mogwives is. <laughs> One, don't talk about Mogwives. Well, that's, oh, that's Fight Club. Hold on. This is Fight Club. Yeah, don't talk about Fight Club. Rule two is Fight Club. Rule three is you don't get them wet after midnight or feed them after midnight or get them wet. I don't know. Something with midnight, wet, and food. Yeah, you're basically there. Don't feed them after midnight. Don't get them wet. And uh, they don't like bright lights either. So there you go. Um... Yeah, there's a couple other questions, but we're like already over time in the pod, and people probably like, uh, you know, they're probably sick of us. I feel like they've they're had their AKA Dean. Yeah, be sure to give him a follow <laughs> at L A N D A 78904. Him is uh, Mango. Are you sure it's not you? Listen, Dean, I'm not going to tell you who it is because I don't know who it is. If I knew, I would, I would tell you. You're my friend, Dean. I wouldn't lie to you. So far, uh, Landa has no followers either. I was, I was hoping one of you guys would give it away and the other one would follow or something like that, but that's not gone down. But well, I would definitely follow. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. You're going to follow yourself. What an ego you have on yourself. Uh, so remind the people, Grant, in the, in the comment section, those that commented last week, what are you doing with the people? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll send you a link to a Yahoo free rule for this weekend. If you haven't signed up, sign up with using the grinder. The, Promo code GRINDERS, I believe. Yes. It's cool. Or is it GRINDERS30? It's GRINDERS or GRINDERS30? It was GRINDERS30 for, for that, so I think that's... All right. All right, so sign up with Yahoo, on Yahoo for GRINDERS30, and if you beat me, you will get a nice, luxurious Roto Grinders t-shirt. I will send you the link to the contest in your DMs over on your Roto Grinders account. Mango, you got anything to say to the people? This is the last uh, we're going to hear from you. And the, oh, it's for all of us, actually. But say your goodbyes, Mango. You made a couple of cameo appearances. Yeah, no, I was happy to have uh, happy to have me on. Uh, I was very excited to uh, join you guys and have a good time uh, talking some football with you. And uh, don't forget, man, playoffs is going to be good times. I don't, I don't know if this podcast is coming back for it. But, uh, hey, if you do have it for the playoffs, Dean, uh, I'm happy to jump on if you ever need me. I don't know if we are, to be honest, either. But we shall see. Stay tuned on that. Uh, cliffhanger. Um, Grant, give your goodbyes. See you, Landa. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. Thanks for uh, putting up with my nonsense and all of our nonsense throughout the season. And uh, I came into this podcast as the new person taking over for the aforementioned JM, and I just didn't want to screw it up. So hopefully, I didn't screw it up. Hopefully, you guys had a good time. Hopefully, look, it's the first week pod, and uh, you know we can't delve too much into it because information changes throughout the week. And if this pod basically becomes extinct as of like Wednesday or so. So if you're listening to this podcast on Friday, you probably should listen to our podcast. With that, he's Van Gogh, he's Grant, I'm Dean for the last time. Holler! See you, Landa.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.